Welcome to the Simplified Organization Podcast, 15-minute conversations with real moms about managing life well and cheerfully, because our work at home honors God. He uses our homes to build His kingdom, so they are worth our attention and energy. Today, I'm chatting with Virginia Lee Rogers. Virginia Lee lives in Northern Colorado. She's been married to her husband, Kale, for 22 years, and they have five children. She is learning alongside her family using the philosophies and methods of Charlotte Mason, striving to be faithful in the daily, and trying to remember that her job is to spread the feast and to pray, trusting Christ to bring the harvest. Amidst the joyful chaos of her family, you'll find her drinking sweet tea, slowly reading through multiple books, fostering for the local Humane Society, and hiking in the Rocky Mountains. Thanks for joining me, Virginia Lee. So what kinds of routines have you done with your kids? Well, I think our like backbone chore routines would be table chores, which are our chores that happen after every meal. And then EHAP, which I learned from you, which is everything has a place. If you are not EHAPing, stop listening right now. Go to Misty's blog, type that in the search button and start. <laughs> will be the biggest blessing you ever give yourself. Um, And then we clean bathrooms on Saturdays. And when I say clean bathrooms, I mean like the whole bathroom. We do some general tidying through the week. Of course we have to, (laughs) Um, but a full bathroom clean on Saturdays. We've done that for years. I mean, even when I only had one kiddo and I was doing it and he was just, you know, coming along with me. Um, So yeah, I'm, I think the big thing for for successful chore routines is being realistic about what your day looks like and then tacking stuff on to things that you actually have happen all the time. And that's why chores after meals work really well. Yeah. I picked up on chores after meals from you when we moved. And so I was like, everything has to be redone because it's a new house, new place, new life. <laughs> and okay. That's a good, that's a good tip. <laughs> It turns out everyone wants to eat and <laughs> captive with you. <laughs> but um, I think the other thing with is just having realistic expectations with chores. If you have all little people, you can still have all those things. You can have chores after meals. You can have yap in the afternoon. You can have bathrooms being cleaned on Saturday, but you're training. So you're doing most of the cleaning or maybe your husband's doing, you know, some of it too, depending on how, you know, you have things set out but you're always bringing a kiddo along with you. Just always, always you're showing them how they're doing it themselves. And then they're really doing it. Um, And so you have to start when they're little, just teaching them and training them. This is what it means to have a clean table. Mm -hmm. And you have to say strange things like, you know, you have to actually use soap on your sponge when you clean the table. Like you really have to be explicit in the training, but just them seeing you do it builds that habit and that routine. And then they know how, um, and, and so realistic expectations of if your kids are really little, they can't be left by themselves to do the chore. Mm -hmm. Um, if you haven't actually trained them, how you can't expect them to do it well. Um, so I I think we forget that sometimes, like we tell our 10 year old, go clean the bathroom. And if you haven't trained them how to clean the bathroom, it probably seems fine to them with a few swipes, you know? Mm -hmm. And even sometimes what we count as being trained still isn't quite enough, enough practice. It's not just telling them how, but actually giving them enough practice time that is supervised with feedback Mm -hmm. before they're really able to take that responsibility. 
And then the next level of training is they're doing it on their own, but you're inspecting everything. So it's a glorious day when they do it all on their own, but then you have to really inspect it. If you miss more than one time of inspection, the it's just going to go downhill. Um, even though you know they know how to do it, they need the accountability. And, you know, we're human. We forget spots. We need somebody to show us, oh, hey, you cleaned the whole toilet, but you forgot to get the part that hooks into the ground. I like had a child that could just plain never remember that. Mm -hmm. um, so you have to inspect, inspect, inspect um, everything that they're doing. Mm -hmm. And that's, yeah, just a part of the deal, not because something is wrong or something to be upset about, you know, and inspecting also gives you the opportunity to say, well done, you did it. Mm -hmm. And then that's also how they build the, the skill. And just, yeah, giving them that. I mean, I think just helping them learn why they're doing it. I mean, we all want a clean toilet, but they're really serving our family and just telling them like, they are a huge blessing to our family. They're a huge blessing to anyone who comes into our home. We could not do life without them. And that goes down, you know, I have my youngest is six and we really need her, you know, doing those things. She, it's a beautiful way that she serves us. Um, she dries dishes, she puts dishes away and that frees up other people in the home to do other things in service. And it teaches her how to do it for the glory of the Lord. Um, it's not just about the forks going in the right spot and the spoons going in the right spot. So just constantly like, this is why you're doing this. It might seem repetitive. It might seem like you don't really care if there's toilet paper on the toilet paper roll, <laughs> but, um, but this is just how they learn to just love other people well and, and serve him. Um, and so just really reminding them of the why we have to remind ourselves of the why all the time. Um, I have to constantly remind myself why I have to cook yet another meal. So, you know, when I'm happy with a sandwich, you know, so, but it's it's really important. And I think that makes them, they, you know, kids want to serve, they want to love, they want to be helpful. Um, and so they see how much bigger it really is. It's not just a table chore. It's mm -hmm. so much more than that. Mm -hmm. So if, you were talking to a mom who doesn't have any chore routines in place for her kids right now. What would be your go-to advice for getting started? Um, ask your husband what his top three priorities are in the home. I remember I really had to do that when I had all littles because it could be like, there could be days. I mean, I had preemies and stuff like that where I was clearing a path for my husband to walk through the living room because there were some hard days. Um, so I just remember I asked him, what are your top three priorities? And then that's what I trained my kids on first. And I don't think it matters what age they are. Ask your husband, what are your top three priorities? Because you want to love him well. Um, and that's if he works from home or doesn't work from home. And then start teaching your kids how to do those three things. And if you have a 15 year old, you'll probably still just need to do it alongside them just as if they were seven. And that's not an insult. Um, that's a loving thing. Uh, I'm going to serve alongside you. You're, you know, I'm going to, we're going to learn how to do this together if I don't know how and get their feedback. How do you think, you know, what supplies are we going to need to do this? Well, um, if they're an older kiddo, you know, get that feedback from them. Um, and then just, you know, teach them how help them notice things, but treat them, you know, not like they're, you're doing that like you would with a seven-year-old, but also really get their buy-in and their input. What, what supplies might we need to do this? Well, when you take this over, what would you like to have? I have a kiddo that likes to have dishes or gloves when she washes the dishes. That's not important to me, but it is to her and she's 14. So 
it's reasonable for her to have gloves when she washes dishes. Ask them about that or, um, and then, you know, let them know these are the things that are important to daddy. And so isn't it a blessing that we get to do these? And when he gets home, you know, this will be something that, you know, loves on him well. And then the nice thing is, is if you're starting with older kiddos, um, they'll, they'll catch on to that stuff much sooner and you move through the process at a, at a more rapid speed. Um, and then the other thing, same thing, even when they're little, explain to your bigger kids why why they're doing it. So it, I honestly think it looks sort of the same as when they're little, they just move through it more quickly and you're getting more input on their thoughts. Um, and, and it's actually nicer because you get to have a great conversation while you're doing it with them. You can discuss a book or maybe you're providing them with an audio book to listen to while they're doing it. And you're probably not doing that with your seven-year-old. So I mean, treat them like they're the teenager that they are, but you still sort of start at the same place. What's important to your husband? How do we do this? Well, do it together. Here's why we do it. Now you're on your your own. Let me know when you when you need something, and still giving them that you know good positive feedback. Just thanking them. I'm we all like to be thanked when we do something, and and they do too. So, awesome. yeah, I think I think that's that's what I'd say. Yeah, that's good. What about if um, moms just have littles, and they're like, well, what what helpful things can a three-year-old do? Can a three or four-year-old contribute to chores? Oh man, you want them to because they love it at that age. (laughs) (laughs) You want to take advantage of that joy that they have when they're little. Um, So some of the things I had my three and four-year-old do were fold washcloths, fold dish towels. I taught them how. I didn't fold those things. They folded them. Mate socks, um, other things, um, they were often the runners. So like I'd have them with me, but if I needed stuff or they needed to put some, like I'd hand them the thing and say, go put this here. And they'd run and put it away, go put this here. And they'd run and put it away. Um, three and four-year-olds can clean under couches, clean under couch cushions, three and four-year-olds can even use a dustbuster to suck up all the crumbs under there. Um, and one of our first chores that all my kids do is silverware. So if you have a dishwasher, they take it out, they put it in the drawer. They took the dirty stuff, they put it in there. If you don't have a dishwasher, they dry the silverware, not the knives, and they put it away. So three and four-year-olds are actually in some ways more resourceful <laughs> than even the older kids. Even if you can't just say, go wash the dishes, they can do, I feel like a piece of just about every chore there is. You just sort of have to think through what's not dangerous for them mm-hmm. and, and how can they you know, help do this, but... I mean, I guess they can't mow the lawn, but, (laughs) (laughs) but inside so many chores, three and four-year-olds can do a little piece of it. Um, And then they're your helper. And it really just, sometimes their enthusiasm can be contagious if we are bringing them along and having them do it with us. Depending on what kind of mom you are. When I had my older kids, I didn't allow this, but I do now, you know, like, (laughs) My last one, when she was three and four, I let her crack eggs. <laughs> but I will admit with my oldest too, I was not letting them crack eggs. <laughs> now I've chilled considerably, but they love doing stuff like that. So For you're sure. cook and you're like, crack 12 eggs in this bowl. They're like, yes. <laughs> so maybe that's not the chore that everyone wants their three and four year old doing, but it's helpful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or, um, 
Another one is grabbing all the small garbages from like bathrooms or office areas or whatever and emptying those, you know, bringing them into the kitchen one or just gathering them up. Uh, it, those kind of, yeah, run and gather or or go and put. I remember I used to put, just take a little bucket of warm soapy water and a scrubby sponge. And I would just tell three and four-year-olds, any walls that you see food on, just dip your thing in here and wipe the food off because our dining room, when you have all littles, there's food on your walls. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I didn't get to that kind of chore. Yeah. <laughs> I had to do other chores, um, but they, you, they got to use water. So they <laughs> loved it and they can wipe food off the wall. And that's sort of nice because you're probably not going to get to it if you have all littles and they think it's a game because they get to use water. So um, the nice thing is, is when you get bigger kids, like right now, my oldest are 17 and 14, like my 17 year old isn't in a table chore rotation anymore um, because he's out of the home more often. And, you know, he's pretty much an adult. And so I've got other kids that are doing that now, but they can do big project chores without you. So that's really nice. You can tell your 17 year old, the shed's a disaster zone. Can you take some time this weekend and, and clean that out? And they can do it. Yeah. So, you, you could think through the chores for the little people, but you also can think through the chores on the other end for the big people. My 14-year-old just cleaned out and organized our basement over spring break. And all I did was wow. go down there to bring her a drink now and then and go <laughs> down afterwards to tell her we love her and she's now my favorite child. <laughs> <laughs> so, and it's amazing. So if you train those little kids to start with the silverware in the drawer and the washcloths folded, eventually they organize your entire basement and clean out your full shed. So <laughs> it's great. Well, that's a great example of they're, they're able to step into taking responsibility for a whole thing where you can just delegate something, but let them take ownership of it and make decisions. It, you know, it's it would have probably been a different effect if you were there telling them exactly the way that you wanted it done. And here's the procedure to follow you know, but that those teenagers, you know, can take a project over. And they will come up with things that we didn't think of and might actually be better than what we were thinking of in the first place. Plus it's just disrespectful to micromanage your 17 year old son. They don't need mom telling them how to clean out a shed anymore. And if they don't do something you wish they had done, just like if it was your friend, you could say, oh, Hey, would you be able to move the shelf to this part for me? You know, And then they can be like, sure. And, you know, go and do that. So it's just really neat to see all those seeds that you planted and all that time that you spent. And maybe it didn't seem like a big deal. You were tired. It was just easier to do the dishes by yourself. Um, But you just decided, no, this little person is worth doing life with. And life right now means that we do dishes together and they put the silverware away. Um, And it's just, it's teaching them valuable skills. It's giving them opportunities to serve their family. And one day, because they started with that and then they moved to the dishes by themselves and then they moved to the whole kitchen. Then eventually they moved to, you know, projects that they think through from the beginning. I do ask my teens, like, can you give me a time when you think you might have this done? (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes do that because sometimes their ideas are like, Oh, well, you know, before school ends, like in a year, <laughs> and I'm like, thinking more like before spring break is over. <laughs> you know? So I, I do ask them, when are you thinking you'll have this finished? But I don't tell them 
finish it by this time. Mm-hmm. I asked, when do you think you could have this done by? Um, because I do notice that teens have much looser time frames than mom. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is really helpful. And it is good to just remember that all those years of the little ones coming alongside and doing things with us, really, there is a payoff to that. So that's a great thing to keep in mind. That, And the other payoff is you guys build relationship during it. There's nothing, yeah. it's really sweet to have a team that you're friends with. Um, and part of that is, is just those little years. Yeah. Which is a good thing to keep in mind for how you're training those chores and using that chore time for sure. Yes. Thank you so much, Virginia Lee. It was so good to have you on today. It was fun to chat. As the school year gets underway, we need to remember that the organization that we are after is the sort that allows us to prepare for and fulfill our responsibilities effectively and cheerfully. Then we pass that skill on to our kids, but only as we ourselves are working on it. The organization that we want is not the same thing as the organization that stores and magazines and Pinterest posts are peddling. They will tell you that being organized means looking good and being in control of your life. And they are selling you something. I have a free newly redesigned guide to help you figure out your own personalized home routine system. You can use it to make your own personal routines or you can use it to figure out how to make a plan to get your kids on board with helping you keep the house clean. Keeping a busy family home clean and functional is hard work, but it's even harder when we let the magazines tell us what a clean home is supposed to look like. Not to mention those magazine cleaning schedules just don't translate to a real family home. My guide will apply and it's free. So go to simplyconvivial.com slash clean. That's simplyconvivial.com slash clean to get the free three-page guide that will walk you through the process of figuring out what your home and your situation needs in a cleaning routine. And then while you work the routine with or without your kids, you can always repent, rejoice, repeat. Repeat.